Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, we thank you for giving us victory. We thank you for conquering sin, death, hell, and the grave. We thank you that we have victory in Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you that we have victory in Jesus. And even when it feels like we're losing, we win. We thank you, Lord, because we win from within. We thank you, Lord, that you've given us the opportunity to cheat and look in the back of the book. Spoiler alert, we win! Don't worry about what's going on in chapter 30 and chapter... Listen, in the end, you win. I need somebody to receive that. In the end, you win. You are a winner. I know I'm in my winning season. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Woo. Yes, Lord. That's all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Come on. It's all right to give them a victory phrase. It's all right to celebrate what you know even when you don't see it. You choose to celebrate what God said. I don't see it, but God, you said it. And so I'm going to thank you, and I'm going to praise you for victory. Yay! For victory. We sing and shout for victory. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Those songs says that victory is mine. Victory is mine. A lot of us have been claiming some stuff that's not ours, but victory is mine. If you keep on singing, you'll start mixing it up a little bit and say, joy is mine. And if you keep on, that thing will hit you that peace is mine. <laughs> No more sorrow because happiness is mine. Hallelujah. Victory is mine. Somebody shout that victory is mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It feels good to walk in victory. It feels good to walk in victory. Let me just take a moment to remind you what kind of year this is. This is the year of greater grace. I said this is the year. If you don't know it by now, you ought to know it. This is the year of greater grace. There is a greater grace on this year. There is a divine enablement on this year. Hallelujah. In Amos 9.13, it says, yes, indeed, it won't be long now. This is January what? Is it the 12th? Look at all that God has done already. Yes, indeed, it won't be long now, God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. And everywhere you look, Blessings. Somebody shout blessings. Blessings. Come on, somebody shout blessings. Bless
blessings, blessings like war pouring off the mountain and hills. I'll make everything right again for my people Israel. They rebuild the ruined cities. They'll plant vineyards and drink good wine. They'll work in the gardens and eat fresh vegetables. And I'll plant them, plant them on their own land. He says they'll never again be uprooted from the land I've given them. God, your God, says so. And so check this out. The testimonies have been flooding in. More has been going on this week than a viral video. The testimonies have been flooding in. Remember, I told you it's going to get to a point real soon where we just got to line up and give some testimonies on Sunday. We might not even have time for a whole lot of, whole lot of, because the testimonies are already rolling in. And so after church, somebody came to First Lady and said, how did the pastor know to tell my testimony? I didn't even tell him. Guess what? You just happen to have the same testimony as the one I told. So remember, I told you last week that somebody sold, uh, what was it? It was their last $200 on New Year's Eve. And then during that week, they were blessed with $2,000, right? So there was another person out there who said, listen, I sold my last 100 on New Year's Eve, and I got blessed with a $3,000 bonus on my job. There was another testimony that rolled in that said that it's this business relationship that I have been trying to establish with somebody who I look up to in business. And one of my 2020 goals was to reach out to them to connect, to establish this relationship by years in, you know, sometime during 2020. Well, this person said, Pastor, I'll have you know that this week that person reached out to me. And I declare and decree that, listen, the things that you used to seek out for, they're going to start chasing you down. As you delight yourself in the Lord, you will see him grant you the desires of your heart. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things are just going to be added. I know you've been depending on the grind, but now it's time to depend on God. And so I believe this to be a season of gainful employment and financial security at the Word of Prayer Cultural Center because I had some testimonies come in this week that there's somebody in our church who has three job opportunities before them and they have not submitted one resume. We have somebody in our church who has been elevated on their existing job in a new way where we got to get them prayed up because tomorrow they're sitting at the table to negotiate numbers for their bigger salary. Come on, somebody. Then we have somebody who interviewed and they lost hope because they didn't hear anything. But then uh, they were contacted to let them know that the position is still open. I keep on interviewing people, but for some reason, I can't stop going back to your resume. And so somebody say, do it again. Listen, I declare and I decree that at the Word of Prayer Cultural Center, we are full of undeniable candidates. Come on, somebody. They may try to throw my name out, but it'll keep coming back up. Come on. They may try to keep me from the table, but a seat will keep making its way with my name on it. They may. 
Hallelujah. And then look, this is the way God works. God is so amazing. I was geared to ask somebody to do something this morning, and they text me that they were going to do it. I mean, I, this morning has just been a flow. But here's the thing. So this person didn't even know that I had a long list of job-related testimonies, and I get a note just now before I came up here about how their job is inflicting with their desire to be at Bible study and to be able to attend more church things in the evening. Well, they're letting me know that, Pastor, things have shifted. Pastor, things have changed. And my schedule no longer has me working on Wednesday evenings so I can come to Bible study. My schedule is freeing up in the evening during the week. Listen, if your desire is there, then that's what God needs to make some moves and to shift some things in your life. If you have the desire and if you release your faith. Woo, Jesus. And so if you're standing in the need of something relating employment or finances, I speak victory over your bank accounts. I speak victory over your house. I speak victory over your finances. I thank you for financial freedom resting in this house. I come into agreement that we shall be a distribution center that, God, you will trust us with money, that it will flow out, that you know that we will bless other people in need, God. And the more we give, the more we will receive, and we'll have to keep on giving because our barns will be bursting at the seams. And we thank you that we won't have room to contain all of the blessings that you have coming for us. If you're in agreement, you ought to shout amen. And we're not bound by the rules of the world. We're in the world, but we're not of it. And remember, every morning when I wake up, I pray over this house that we have favor that is undeniable and unstoppable. It's unexplainable. It's uncontainable. It's infallible. We have that favor. We have favor with God. We have favor with men. And I pray that we have favor in a way that exceptions are made on our behalf and that policies are changed for us. And so don't allow for policies to stop your faith. If God is telling you something, I don't care what policy is in place. Policy will change on your behalf. Exceptions will be made on your behalf. Positions will be created on your behalf. You ought to receive it. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for what you're doing in this season here. God, we thank you for what you're doing in this house. God, we want to give your name all the glory, God. As you perform these miracles and as we see these signs and these wonders and the fulfillment of these promises, God, we promise that we will declare to the whole world that it's not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit, says the Lord. God, we want you to get glory out of our lives here at Wapsie. God, we want to be living epistles. God, we want to be living sacrifices. God, we want to be holy, acceptable. We want to be pleasing, God. God, we want to walk in your will, and we want to do it your way, and we want to see victory, Lord God, victory in our finances, victory in our faith, God, victory in our families, God, victory in the world. Workplace, God. Victory at home, God. God, we want the whole world to know that the victory we have is in Jesus. 
God, thank you for trusting us in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Thank you for those coming into agreement even now. That is something that they haven't seen happen in their lives yet, but they are encouraged that it can happen. Because, God, we know and we learn that you can, you will, and you want to. You can, you will, and you love us so much that you want to. You counted not robbery to bestow us these, these blessings and these things that we do not at all deserve. But we thank you for grace. We thank you for grace. We thank you for grace. Oh, God, we thank you for grace. And we thank you for mercy that we are not consumed. Whew. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Come on, somebody give God a hand clap of praise. in just a couple of minutes. Erica? You want to hear a funny story? Of course. I'll pack a bag and come along for a bizarre neighborhood escape in Clinton. I had to sell it as best I could. <laughs> News for us, Amy Cho gives you alpacas on parade. No way. No way. If you saw this site on your street, you too might think your eyes are playing tricks on you. But yes, you are in fact looking at three alpacas out on an adventure. Just some furry, four-legged friends taking a casual stroll on the sidewalk in Clinton, Maryland. Why were they there? <laughs> That's all I could think. Uh, where did they escape from? <laughs> yeah. Pastor Joseph Gray III recorded the video. Two days ago, he was headed to Starbucks when this sight woke him right up. I mean, they looked so clean. I figured they were, you know, well taken care of. And I'm like, you know, somebody left the gate open. <laughs> Not to worry. The alpacas are now home safe and sound. They live here, right around the corner from where they were spotted. Oh, yeah, we got to build a bigger fence. Owners Rashad Crossan and Gregory Leah. To get them in that trail. They run a farm together. Four days ago, they heard the alpacas were about to be abandoned by their last owner. So they rescued them and brought them here. But turns out the alpacas had other plans. As soon as that gate opened, they shot off. So we've been chasing alpacas for the last four days. If you're wondering why they also have two horses, those are the cry? horses they've been using to help herd the you alpacas every day. We're having fun right now. I'm going to be honest with you, we're just having fun. Crossan and Leah are now in the process of starting a petting zoo. It's safe to say they've hit the ground running, but not in the way they expected. I would be floored if I was out somewhere and saw some. A pack of alpacas out. Now, the gentlemen tell me these lovely ladies seem to be best friends. They don't go anywhere without each other. So, if one heads off, they're all going to be following. In Clinton, Amy Cho, News 4. <laughs> and so, uh, those are my new friends, Greg and Rashad. And um, them and the alpacas and some horses and things are right outside. So, uh, we're going to go ahead, though, because today's message is called the parable of the alpacas. 
all right? And so uh, if you know anything about when I do a parable, that means I'm telling you a story, but there's some lessons in it. Some of you may remember um, back in 2018 the parable of the godmothers. And so today, uh, the parable of the alpacas. And so um, <clears throat> the story is that on Wednesday, I was headed to Starbucks in Clinton. Um, Ford was with me, but thank God he was asleep, so I had a quiet video. <laughs> but I can imagine if he was awake, then he probably would say, wow. And then he probably would say, dog. <laughs> but anyway, so I was headed, um, I was headed to the, the, the Starbucks in Clinton. Now, mind you, Clinton is not my Starbucks of choice. I have one that you can normally find me at, but it's not that one. In fact, I've never even been to that one before. But how many of you know that God is doing a new thing? <laughs> yeah, God is doing um, a, a new thing. And so one of the lessons that I realized in this, because I literally felt the, strong, the strongest inclination to go that way. So I decided to go that way because I was meeting someone um, later, and I figured if I was on that side, that would be great. Um, but in regards to how I got there, I normally would have got there a different way. But that day, I felt the strongest inclination to go that way. And so um, that strongest inclination, obviously, was Holy Spirit. And one of the lessons I learned that I want to share with you is that um, God is doing a new thing, and your redundancy uh, will lead to your stagnancy. And so um, this year, uh, at the top of the year, I've learned this lesson that we've got to break some of our routines. Um, you know, some of us, we do things, uh, you know, religiously, and we do things out of routine. And some of us who have taken uh, the master's class in Christian counseling and learned about the temperaments, we know some of us are more inclined to routines, and that's okay. But we have to be careful because God sometimes is not a routine God. He's systematic, but sometimes he does it a different way. Sometimes he does a new thing, and you have to be able to follow him and not be so lost locked in on your routine, all right? And so you've heard before, if you want something you never had, you have to do something you've never done. What happens if God is telling you to go the way of the road less traveled? What happens if he's telling you to go a way that you've never gone before? This year is not the year of going the way you know or the way that is comfortable. It's about going where destiny awaits, okay? And so I went that way, and uh, in going that way, at first, at first, I just sort of figures, and I was like, those are some big deer. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's all I could think of. I mean, because when you see something that size and you're pulling up, that automatically you think deer. And the closer I got, I said, no, those are not deer at all. And um, so I begin to get close, and y'all know me. It takes me only but a second to get my phone out. Uh, my new friend, Amy, uh, she, she said, listen, y'all, you might have to work for us because the way you were able to capture that. <laughs> but anyway, and so I was able to capture that video, and I couldn't believe my eyes. And so I decided to post it. And it's funny because I first, you know, sent it uh, to First Lady, and I, I sent it, you know, to my parents and uh, Tiana and everything. But I told First Lady when I sent her, I said, listen, this is about to go viral. 
I told her that. <laughs> now, I didn't know it was going to go this far, but I did tell her. I, I sent her the video. I said, this is about to go viral. And so I wanted to pause and to uh, remind you this year that I told you on day one to be careful of your words. Yeah, yeah, to be careful of your words because now I'm living in exactly what I spoke. And so um, I, I told you to handle your words with care this year. There's a greater grace uh, that also rests on your mouth. And God has set it up where whatsoever you say shall be established. And so just as I spoke that, if I spoke uh, that I was broke, I would look around and I would be in need of some financial assistance. You know, it goes both ways. Death and life is in the power of the tongue and those who love it shall eat the fruit thereof as a matter of fact whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven and whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven my words are laced with grace and I shall have what I speak as God's will permits and so while I had no idea that it would go this far I did tell her from day one that this is going to go viral and so be careful of what you speak over the things that you release. And so, listen, I don't know what it is by now because, honestly, every time since I posted, every time I've logged in, I have been met with a litany of notifications and of, uh, you know, friend <laughs> requests. And they're, they're now, well, I think it was this morning on the way to church, it was 204K views, 3.3K uh, shares, uh, 1K comments, and 858 reactions, which means the like or the love or the laugh. And so as you see, um, uh, somebody who reached out was um, my new friend Amy. And so she's with NBC4, and she asked if we could interview. And I said, sure thing. She was like, can we interview tomorrow? She reached out on Thursday. And um, then she said, where do, where do you want to meet? Now, mind you, I'd, I'd already talked to, uh, you know, Bishop. And he said, might as well meet at the Wap. <laughs> and I said, you know what, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. So I, I sent her the address, and uh, she said, all right, well, I'll meet you there. She said, the, the only thing that uh, may come in the way is if we get breaking news. So I automatically rebuke breaking news because this is the breaking news. Amen. Amen. So anyway, as you see, it happened and we met here. And so can you imagine uh, all of those people who saw Wapsi? You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and so not only that, but the next day, um, I'm, I'm, I'm out right after that news segment. I got a call. And uh, also First Lady and I are talking about in this season, I've got to answer every call. Um, you know, whether the number is saved, whether they look like it's from, you know, Wichita, I got to answer the phone. <laughs> and so I went ahead and I answered it. And he said, you know, this is such and such and such. Uh, is this Joseph Gray, uh, Pastor Gray? And I was, I was like, yes, yes, that's me. And so he said, all right, well, I'm, um, you know, uh, with uh, NBC, NBC affiliate. Um, but uh, what was released, did you record that video? Yes, I did. Okay, we want to get permission because it's released locally, but we want to get permission to release it nationally. And so I said, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. So uh, can I get your email? Da, 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 da. And then the next day, um, I got reached out to by ABC7. Um, and and so, uh, I, I mean, I, obviously they still have intent on running this story, so we don't know how long it'll go or what it will lead to. But we do know this, that nations are waiting on your obedience. And when I say that, if I was disobedient and not going the way the HS nudged me to go, I would have missed this. And so 
oftentimes we can get real spooky and we can get in our prayer closet when it comes to making big decisions. But we don't know that he's perfecting everything that concerns us. And we have got to start involving him in our every decision, even when it comes to which way to go to the Starbucks. And so when I say that nations are waiting on your obedience, there are people who came to my page for alpacas but left with Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know it for a fact. I have proof. I have evidence. Not only are people adding me and requesting me to be on their friend list, but I firmly believe that somebody stopped by my profile and got introduced to his profile and watched a few lives from service and came to the conclusion that what a friend we have in Jesus. There are some people who, from this story, started following Wapsie's page. There are strangers who went and shared the Overcoming Soul Tie series by being attracted to the page because of this story. <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way, uh, check this out. Um, listen, that Overcoming Soul Tie series is a fan favorite because Deacon Mike, can we give it up for Deacon Mike in that podcast? Let's give him a hand. He gave me a report on the analytics and such from Wapsie's podcast, and our Overcoming Soul Tie series has overwhelming numbers. And listeners, even from other countries, got in on the Overcoming Soul Tie series from Australia, from the Caribbean, and we bless God. I bless God for technology. I've always been an advocate of technology. You can say what you say, want to say about our generation, whatever, but I will forever use it to leverage cyber evangelism and kingdom advancement in the name of Jesus. I'm taking Jesus to the airways, and if it's a medium that I can use to let somebody know that the curse is broken, then I I will use it to let them know that the curse is broken in the name of Jesus. Can we give him a technology praise? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Anything is good or bad depending on how you use it. Okay? Anything is good or bad depending on how you use it. It matters whose hands it's in. Amen. And so, but specifically, they are sharing uh, even that video with the example. Y'all remember we were up here during the Generational Curses video? That's being shared. Uh, the Facebook Live views from last week has doubled after this story broke, after this exposure. God is getting glory out of this story. And, and, and listen, I need you to receive that because... All, all you need to desire is for God to get glory out of your story. Whew. My Lord, he'll do it. He'll do it. And it's so funny. God is so funny, too. And sometimes we can't be so stuck on how he's going to do it. Because I don't even like animals, and y'all know that. But here I am. They calling me the alpaca pastor. And it's okay. If that's the way that God wants to do it, he's so funny. Sometimes he'll take what or who you don't like and use them to elevate you. I'm going to let that sink in. Yeah, I'm going to let that sink in. As a matter of fact, yesterday I was at the, uh, 
the, the TD Jakes leadership conference uh, situation. Uh, and let me see, because this is reminding me of that. <laughs> he said something very, very interesting. It's not coming up, but basically he said um, that uh, some of us, we are broke because we're so emotional. And he said that some of us, we don't do, listen, rich people do deals with people they don't like. He said that he brings people to his church, and he said that somebody passed, and, and he got all these letters and all this stuff because people thought that they were friends. And he was like, you know, no offense to the guy or anything, but we weren't friends. There, there was a word that he had that my people needed. And so he was saying that we're so emotional that we only will gravitate or commune or do deals with people if we like them. And so he was saying that a, a lot of us are, are missing out because we have this, this barricade and we're only letting people in when it comes to business, when it comes to whatever, if we like them. But what if God wants to use somebody you don't like to get you where you like to be? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. But anyway, I didn't come to talk about all that. But at the same time, be open to how God wants to do it. Be open to how God wants to do it. Sister Val talked about being at the right place at the right time. And so in my research, alpacas uh, are in the Camillidae family. They are kin to camels, and they are very kin to llamas, which I was thinking they were at first. Now, honestly, at first I thought they were alpacas, but those things were big. And so I started to do some research, and I thought they were llamas. But anyway, they appear to be alpacas. Um, but now we're going to talk about them. Enough about me. We're going to talk about them for a second because there's some things that we can learn about them, and then we're going to go and meet them, all right? <laughs> one thing that we can learn is that y'all see that they are on one accord. When one of them move, the other move. Just like that, just like that. Well, at least these three, they were on one accord. I mean, these ladies were in formation. Hashtag Beyonce. Once I found out that they were ladies, I started calling them Destiny's Child. Beyonce, Kelly, and Michelle. When one of them moved, they got in formation. Y'all with me? If you were asleep, you woke now? <laughs> Psalm 133 and 1, the Bible says how good and how pleasant it is to dwell together in unity. We know what happens uh, when people of God are united, gathered together in one accord. We know about the upper room experience. And I really believe that God is doing uh, some of the things he's doing here at Wapsie because we are on one accord like never before. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, and eyes have not seen and ears have not heard nor entered into the heart of man what he's going to do in this season, in this year, in this month, and in this quarter at the hands of our church being on the pulse of God and what he's doing. Amen? 
And so there's some interesting things I found out about alpacas. According to um, the Mother Nature Network, uh, they have their fiber or their wool. Some of y'all know y'all got some alpaca sweaters. and uh-huh. It's all right. I started to feel bad because I got a couple, but then I learned that it's all right. It doesn't hurt them, and they have to shed it every year. So you good. You can still wear it. I decided not to wear it today, but. <laughs> and so the Mother Nature Network says that these creatures are responsible for bearing some of the silkiest, most versatile fiber found in nature, for which they are shorn annually. Alpaca is a, spe uh, a specialty fiber that has been described as stronger than mohair, finer than cashmere, smoother than silk, softer than cotton, warmer than goose down, and better breathing than thermal knits. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Sister Stella, it sounds like we might need to get a creation going on here. <laughs> but I'm going to drop this and I'm going to leave it and you let it do what it do. In learning about that, I want to tell you that some people just want you for your wool. I'm leaving it. That's it. They're, listen, you can fill in the blanks. You can do your own bullet marks during your prayer time. But this year, you need to see who's who because some people just want you for your wool. All right. There's another thing I learned. I'm moving on. There's another thing I learned about them, and they are uh, water resistant. Mm-hmm. And even flame resistant. That's it. Uh-huh. All right. Is it blessing you already? We don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to just go ahead and let it bless you. However, technically, their fiber, it says, is flame resistant, meeting the standards of the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission's rigid testing specifications as a class one fiber uh, to use in clothing and furnishings, and it's flame resistant. Anybody else know uh, about some flame resistance? We can look in Daniel 3. And we can look and we can see uh, that King Nebuchadnezzar, if you do research, he reminds you of somebody else we know. Hashtag orange. And so as we do research, pray for him, pray for our leaders. As we do research, we'll, we'll find that he, you know, he reminds you of him and, and there's a lineage there and there's some generational curses there. But anyway, um, we have here that there's this statue and Everybody's supposed to bow, and, and, and so there are these three rebels of Hebrew descent, and, 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 and they had a little problem with that because um, they understood that they should not bow down to any other god except for Jehovah, and so the threat came against them. Basically, I'm going to give you one more time, okay? I'm going to give you one more. I'm going to give you one more time. And if you don't bow, then we're going to bound you three up, and we're going to throw you in the fire. Daniel 3, I plan to go there, but for the sake of time, write it down and read it on your own. Daniel 3. I'm going to throw you in the fire. And so they were very bold in their faith and in their belief. And I just feel like they knew that they were fire resistant because they said, listen, you're just going to have to bind us up and you're just going to have to throw us in the fire because we shall not bow down to any idols. 
imagine if we really would grasp that attitude, that we would annihilate the idols in our lives because I'm here to tell you that you also got some idols that are requesting for you to bow down and some of us are bowing down. But I want to let you know that if you're bowing down in fear, fear of the fire, that just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, because that's who they were before I found out they were female, just like Shadrach, (laughs) Meshach, Can you make them names female? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they knew that you're just going to have to throw us in the fire. And if we look in the scripture, we see that they were bound, that they were tied up, that they were thrown in the fire. But how many of you know that they came out? Hallelujah. And I'm here to tell you that if you're scared of being thrown in the fire, it's all right because Jesus specializes in meeting you in the fire and bringing you out. And once he brings you out, you won't even smell like smoke. Listen, he's going to bring you out to the point that the flame won't affect you. You would have been in the fire, but the fire wouldn't have been in you. Why? Because you are flame resistant. Come on, somebody. He said, oh, my goodness, I threw in three. But I see a fourth coming out. Not only are they loose from what I bowed them up in, but there's a fourth, and it looks like the Son of God. Come on and give somebody a praise. Somebody give God a praise because you are also flame resistant. And so shout out to the alpacas for that reminder. Because I started to do research, and that thing blessed me. And I said, Lord God, sometimes I feel like I'm in the fire. And he reminded me that that's okay because I'll meet you in the fire. And I'll bring you out. And guess what? When you came in, you were bound. But when you come out, you're going to be loose. So not only am I going to meet you in the fire, but when I meet you in the fire, I'm going to do a work in the fire. I'm going to do a work in the very place that they threw you in, that they thought would be the end of you. You're coming out loose in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 And so... I don't want to keep being them waiting too long. Deacon Lorraine got it. I don't want to keep Beyonce and them waiting too long. And so, in closing, I want to remind you that God, he has a plan, he has a purpose for you. In this season, there are things that you will see, your head will literally swim, but check this out. Check this out. With it comes a fire protection plan. Because <laughs> guess what, y'all? I don't want to lie to you, and I think I've been very honest from January 1st that this does not mean that storms will not come. Because just as I highlighted the, the awesome things that uh, have happened this week, there also were some other things that have happened where somebody's marriage was attacked this week where somebody's job was attacked this week. But guess what? There's a testimony being built in both those situations where they literally have seen Jesus meet them in their fire. 
And I'm rejoicing already because I already see how they went in one way. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, Lord, Father, we thank you, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus, we thank you. Deliverer. They came in one way. But they're leaving altogether different. They came in bound. But they're leaving free. There's freedom in your fire. There's freedom in your fire. If God is allowing you to go through the fire, that means that he wants to meet you and do a work right in the midst of it. I mean, I know all you see is flames, but I'm here to tell you that he's unraveling and he's unwrapping and he's loosing some things. He's using the fire to burn off some stuff that you don't need in this season. Burn it away, burn it away, burn it away, oh God. Whatever is not like you, burn it away, Jesus. Whatever I need to be loosed of, whatever I can't take with me into my next, burn it away. Oh God, thank you for meeting us in the fire. We won't run out. We'll stay in the furnace. We'll stay on the potter's wheel until your work is done. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yeah, we even will stop praying to get out the fire and we'll start thanking you for what you're doing in the fire. Somebody say, I'm flame resistant. That's all I have time for. Give God praise. Father, we thank you so much for everything that went on today. We pray that it was done in a spirit of excellence as unto you. Um, Father, we thank you for the way that you do big and unexpected things. Uh, We thank you, Lord, that we know it's you when it's big and beautiful and humanly impossible, and that you have done. God, we thank you, Lord, that uh, we haven't even seen or scratched the surface of the exposure, Lord God, that we will receive, which will lead people to you, Lord God. Um, I thank you, Father. Uh, for uh, safe traveling mercies and even safety outside with the animals. And I thank you, Father, that we will have a super phenomenal week. Um, I thank you, Lord, that we will wake up and receive an unexpected experience, uh, Lord God, like we did this week, Lord. Um, Get glory out of our lives. Uh, Give us freedom in our fire. And let us, God, submit to your authority in all things. And now unto him who's able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before his Father's face with exceeding joy. Be glory, dominion, and power henceforth and forevermore. Let God's people shout, amen.